The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Very excited to have in studio for the first time in a long time, the local artist Daniel DeSorcy. Daniel, great to see you. You too. Oh man, it's been way too long since we've had you in studio and... You know, now that it's starting to feel normal again in the world, you got to really be picking up with, with work. Tell us a little bit about your schedule here and, and what it's been like, you know, putting shows together. Uh, it's been easier than I thought it would be. Uh, last summer was my best for as far as, like, uh, how many shows I can get and all that stuff. So I was, uh, I was kind of expecting a similar summer, similar amount of shows, but uh, they've just... I've been sending emails and asking whoever I could for shows and even in Brandon now so and so far it's all worked out so I think I have like four or five shows a month which is like my best by far yeah that's a lot of shows so, what's it like uh, you know putting yourself out there and reaching out and, and, and asking people to perform what's that like for you uh well I guess if you knew me from high school you'd probably think I wouldn't be the type of guy who'd do that but uh you know after talking to other musicians and stuff and I don't know if this is weird or not but I listen to a lot of comedians and how they kind of work yep. and I always kind of liked their schedule because they're the ones I listen to anyways they're like uh, every weekend they're gone somewhere they're, they're home like every Monday or whatever and I just always thought like if a band can have the same schedule that a comedian has and just go around playing clubs and smaller shows and not really focus on the big ones. But, uh, yeah, just reaching out, I've never been the type to do that, but seeing how other people do it and all that stuff, you just it's something you have to do, then you get used to it, and it's easier than you think. So yeah, If you want to do it and you want to get yeah. ahead and you want to play, this is how you have to do it now because mm-hmm. essentially a lot of artists are starting from scratch again and you're trying to build your name back up, right? Yeah, yeah, and well... Everyone's nicer than you think, too. So <laughs> it's not that you know you hear stories of rejection and rejection. Yeah. It's not really like that. If you reach yeah. out to the right people, they tend to be pretty accommodating, like, right? If if there's room for you, they'll happily have you on. Right. You just have to understand that there's timelines for everything. You got to be on time, and if there's room for you, and if you're good at your job, then they'll make room for you and they'll put you in their shows. So, like uh, Niverville this Saturday, I was pretty late to apply so I in the message I sent them I just told them I know I'm late so I like I don't mind if you say no or whatever but they happily made room and now I'm on the main stage with Emma Peterson and Reclaws so it all works out it does and that's pretty cool but again it's hard work and and it's what you put into it and you've really invested in your craft the last couple of years Mm -hmm. and you've really dedicated yourself to it what's it been like to kind of grow as a as a singer songwriter and performer over you know maybe the hardest global period in in our history (laughs) for sure but what's it been like to try and grow through a pandemic yeah so the pandemic was kind of it has it had its highs and lows obviously for everyone uh, I wasn't expecting to get much going on throughout the summer, but uh, Hanover Egg Fair actually reached out a few times for uh, they have a back porch jam, and I was scheduled for that with uh, Jason Kirkness, I think it was. Yep. And uh, the pandemic kind of like messed that all up. But then once I thought that was canceled, they came back and said they were changing things up and they're going to start a car show. Yep. So then I got the car show with Kirkness, and that went great. 
And then that led to opening for Doc Walker. So that was, I would say, my biggest biggest show as of yet. And uh, it just, I guess the pandemic kind of canceled a lot of other shows that possibly could have happened. But Sure, but like you said, it opened a lot of doors yeah. for you. And, and as someone who's, like we talked about earlier, you've dedicated yourself to music and you're putting, you're putting yourself out there more. You're willing to go just about anywhere to sing your songs. Yeah. Yeah, now now more than ever because uh, <laughs> I'm trying to go to Saskatchewan and stuff now, but uh, I, I use a lot of the same musicians as a lot of bands, so it's hard to get a group of guys to travel everywhere with me. Cause at, at this point in my career, I'm not like not making big bucks or nothing. So right, and a lot of uh, Manitoba artists are having to do different different bands on mm-hmm. different weekends. We had Quentin Blair in a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and he said the same thing, like. Trying to get the same group of play, it's impossible weekend yeah. to weekend, yeah. and that's you know it's great because that means Manitoba artists are getting mm-hmm. you know work, getting yeah. exposure. But on the other hand, you as a frontman, it leaves you making a lot of phone yeah. calls. Yeah, it's uh, it's good and it's not good at the same time because I use some really good musicians that I have no business using at this point, but because of the people I know and because they're all like really nice people and they're just willing to play I think that the pandemic kind of helped that too because now seeing what happens when they don't play a lot of them are just willing to play with anyone now that's why I'm getting good musicians oh, uh, no. yeah. <laughs> what like uh, Niverville I think I think me and Emma Peterson have the exact same band okay so that's like, pretty I, cool yeah. like that that's pretty and it shows the talent that is that is going to be there I mean mm-hmm. to learn two full sets from two different artists that's pretty incredible yeah 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 yeah, she's. I think she just released her first yep. uh, first CD. So yeah, yeah, dynamite. That's it's going <laughs> to yeah. be a great show on Saturday. We're going to yeah. talk about that coming up in just a little bit. You talk about playing with with excellent musicians, and and of course, yeah, you do. But you've always been a guy that can pick up a guitar and tell a story with a song. And you've really worked hard on your vocals the last mm-hmm. couple of years. How do you feel like that's been going, and and your voice, you know, maturing the last mm-hmm. little bit? Like well, I think I probably because of my size I've always had like a slightly higher voice and uh, I've always been scared to kind of expand my range and stuff so I always chose easier songs but uh, throughout the years I've been I've just been playing more like Keith Urban stuff and he has a higher voice or Stapleton so privately I've been practicing and then seeing what I can do and then I just decided I'll just I, th- I, I want to say the first song I did that probably showcased my range a bit more was Tennessee Whiskey yeah and that, that song got a good reaction. So then I started posting more and posting more, and it just built up from there. And I think uh, this summer, I think I think you'll see a bit, uh, some improvement, I think. You're, you're, you're co- yeah, you're, you're playing a little coy. I think you're, you're going <laughs> to blow people away. And it's, it's coming up really quickly with Niverville's mm-hmm. uh, Old Time Country Fair. Uh, so take us through what that show's going to be like for you, getting to play, you know, uh, in Niverville in front of the Reclaws. Yeah, that, I have actually tried a few times to get to that fair, but uh, I've just always been either too late to apply or didn't really have anything going on at the time. But uh, like I said, when I asked them this year, I thought I was too late, but then they made room, and then I found out Emma was there, and then the Reclaws were there, and uh, I just... It's my first time there, so I'm nervous, excited, and... Uh, we have a sound check that same day earlier in the day, and I think uh, I'm hoping most of the nerves are going to leave during the sound check. And <laughs> but 
You it is know. what it is. Yeah. I mean, if you if if you weren't nervous, then you wouldn't be excited, right? And yeah. it, it kind of goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And it, it's got to be so. Is it the is it the moments leading up to getting out on stage? Is it the the moment you step in front of the microphone, or at what point do you feel comfortable? I would say as I'm walking on. Yeah. Like I'm nervous now for that show. <laughs> like well, I, I can imagine. The from the second I book the show. Yeah. I get a bit nervous that day. And then it leaves, obviously, because yeah. days go on. But then the week of, I, I wake up with some nerves, and they linger. They come and go. The day of, don't try talking to me. I won't be able to say a word. <laughs> and then once I step on stage, I feel it leave, and then the song starts to play, and then it, I'm fine. Once you hear the music behind yeah. you, then it's then it's there. Do you? Uh, so we were talking to Ty Hunter, who's getting ready to play Summer in mm-hmm. the City, and he mentioned about how he sits and he visualizes how the show is going to go. You know, weeks in advance, mm-hmm. he has it planned out. Is that something that you've uh, done as well? Is that something you've developed? Yeah, like I, all the shows that I have coming up this summer, I have set list picked out already, and I try to, I try to kind of, I make a list of maybe forty songs at the start of the summer. And then I try to just pick from that list. So I play similar songs. But uh, like I pick the order and stuff in advance. I just write down some things that I might say during, between the songs and stuff. But uh, like at this point, my shows aren't like huge or they're expecting me to go on play and get out for the big act to come. Right. So I don't want to like... Take up too much time yeah. other than... Because like you said, you, you maybe have 15, 30 minutes to showcase mm-hmm. what you have to book that next show, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, this summer I'm actually lucky. I think I think the shortest set I have is 45 minutes. Wow, that's that's a that's a good chunk of time. And then after that, it's an hour or three sets. And so that I've been surprised. Like, uh, Niverville is an hour, I think, or 45 minutes. I'm Carmen Fair is an hour. Like, those, especially, like, Carmen, I would expect, like, just come play five songs and whatever. But right. when they ask for an hour, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Do you think that, you know... Uh, places like fairs, like and, and live shows. Do you think the craving for live music is going to help artists like yourself get bigger opportunities? I hope so. Like, yeah, like the pandemic probably showed everyone how boring summer can be without music. So yeah, now they're they're willing to hire anyone to play. Obviously, because I have lots of shows. So <laughs> get they're out. just they're just hiring the first one to ask, I guess. But. Hey, but that's a that's a big part of it. Going to ask and being yeah. willing to drive now, oh, and, yeah. and willing to put yourself out there, and especially now with gas prices. Especially now with gas prices, yeah, like artist. <laughs> it's not cheap to be an artist. Uh, nope. So, all right, let's go back to Niverville for a second. Uh, do you know what song you're going to lead off with, or is that something that you kind of maybe pick closer to, like maybe the day of, or do you know what song you're starting I, with? I have that picked out. It's a song that I've never played live before. Oh, it's not my song. Oh, I'll start with that. It's not a song of mine, but uh, I don't know if people will even care. But yeah, I think they will. Uh, one Mississippi by Kane Brown. So you're leading off with One Mississippi. Yeah, because I, th- I just figured it's, uh, it's, it's easier on the vocals, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, all, it's like a fun song. The band can sing along with me. So I think it's a good one to start, just get the, get the volume up, get the energy up. Get people into set it. Set the tone. Set the tone. Yeah. I love that. So, in your mind, Daniel, what is more important for a show, the first song or the last song? I'm not sure if one's more important than the other because the first one is obviously what everyone's going to hear first. You, you want the first song to attract people to come to the stage and watch. 
And the last one, you want to finish strong. You want to set the tone for the band coming after you. And uh, you want them to remember that one. Yeah. So I'm not going to say what I'm finishing with, but it's uh, it's not easy on the vocals. <laughs> it's uh, one you're going to leave a lasting impression. I'm hoping. Well, because I remember uh, the first time I really heard you play live was Summer in the City mm-hmm. uh, prior to the pandemic, and people were talking about your performance, and, and I remember you did. It was kind of similar. That last song, you just left with quite an impression, and you know, your name's been out there and building up ever since. What's the community support been like for you as a as an artist here in southeastern Manitoba? Yeah, it's been, I couldn't ask for more support, really. Like, you guys, especially uh, whenever I need, you guys are there to do a quick interview or play my songs. Like, I, I couldn't ask for more, really. Uh, I'm just, I'm not very good at getting myself out there. I'm not really, like, an outgoing person. I haven't been. So that's what I'm trying to work on this summer. That's why... Uh, I've been kind of calling this summer a Let's Be Friends tour because I want to encourage people to come chat afterwards or come say hi or whatever. But. And yeah, because it's taking yourself out of the comfort mm-hmm. uh, comfort zone and, and much like phoning for shows or mm-hmm. much like anything, it's putting yourself out there. And I yeah. like that, the Let's Be Friends <laughs> tour with Daniel DeSorcy. Uh Where can people find more information about uh, where you're going to be throughout the summer, Daniel? I post everything on my Instagram, my Facebook. Uh, I have a website that's just uh, DanielDesorcy.com. Uh, anything you need really is on one of those things. So that is perfect. All right, so we do have a number of songs that uh, we play on Country 107. Uh, I'm not going to ask which one's your favorite, but which one do you uh, sing along to the most when you hear it when it does pop up on, on Country 107? Is there one in particular? Hmm. I almost all of them. <laughs> I I never really. It's never like a conscious thing i just i end up singing <laughs> but any anything from chris stapleton morgan wallen keith urban i'll be singing the whole song without even knowing i'm singing it but i i would say if i had to pick one probably morgan wallen yeah anything from him i'll i'll be singing along i have a, a lot of his songs in my sets this summer that's uh that's a pretty good guy and again yeah. like that vocal range that he can yeah. he can get to is pretty great uh i want to talk about city girl before we let you go because you're spinning that on country 107 and and uh the, the team that you had around you for City Girl, it upped your game, and mm-hmm. it's, it's taken you again to a new plateau and where we, you can really build off of. Is that how you view you know City Girl as, as that kind yeah. of new jump-off point for you? Oh, yeah. City Girl, I feel, is the, was the start to like my career actually taking off. Not that it's taking off on a rocket. I'm still in a slow-moving van, but uh, <laughs> like just talking to Patrick, his advice and the contacts that he gave me and it just yeah it just skyrocketed everything I just to have him care yeah right like yeah. just to have him take time yeah. someone like him who's a Manitoba artist he's, he's mm-hmm. won awards he's been in the game forever just to have him give a hoot about mm-hmm. a, about you had to had to help the confidence level had oh, to yeah. help solidify everything you've been doing yeah is worthwhile yeah I think I told him that too that just the fact that he's talking to me is it just gives me a boost of confidence just to know that I'm doing something right and I'm not terrible. So I told I keep telling that all the time, but like <laughs> he, I can text him now and he'll answer. He'll be nice all the time, even though no matter how annoying I can be. But <laughs> but again, he cares and he yeah. and he puts and he's investing in you and that makes you just want to invest even more into what you're doing. Oh, yeah. And he's honest, so he's he honest. won't he won't just 
yeah, that's good. Do that. He'll right. If it's not good, he'll tell you. Right. Which I appreciate. <laughs> hey, well, there's too many. You don't need him just saying yes, yes, yeah. yes. You need him yeah. if you want to grow and get mm-hmm. to where you want to go. You need him to be honest. Yeah. And a lot of musicians that I use are because of him. Right. Which, so, again, it, the talent that you have around you says yeah. the talent that you are. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems like you got a really good team. So mm-hmm. uh, tell us musically, what do you got coming up? Uh, I, I had a song planned to release. Yeah. But after going through things, we've decided to hold off for this summer and then plan something bigger next summer. So I'm not going to say too much, but the plan as of right now is to release more than one song next summer and have a bigger project built around it. Bigger release, hopefully bigger shows to go with it and... Yeah, because it feels like this is just the start of, of live music coming back. And there's, you know, b- things here and there and, like, mm-hmm. little bright shining moments. But you're looking for the, the big festivals to get underway. And that's really where you can, can take yeah. off. Well, this summer, I'm at a bunch of festivals. And my first time at Country Fest. Which is going to be unreal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one was... I wasn't planning on going. Like, I've been talking to people about applying and all that. And... uh even this summer, I think I was talking about, and I decided I wasn't ready yet. I just need a bit more bigger shows under my belt, and maybe a bit more uh, group following group or whatever. And they they reached out, and they said they needed a spot. So I'm assuming someone canceled. No, no. And then they <laughs> they needed someone to replace them quick. That's the only logical reason. I that is not that. a logical reason. <laughs> that is a that's a silly reason. Uh, you're, you're ready. Like like, is it weird? To hear that, like Daniel DeSorcy, you're ready to play at Dolphins Country Fest. They told you that. Yeah, yeah. It's when you first hear it, it's kind of like surprising because, like I said, like at that time, I I thought maybe two years I'd be playing Country Fest, and when I got the email, I was I like I thought at first I was like, well, there's not another Daniel around. <laughs> no, <laughs> sure. Maybe they just want me to play like. A, nine in the morning just for the crew to come in but then yeah, they gave me a pretty good time with good people uh, Don Amaro was going to be there at the same time as me so yeah another fantastic uh, it's an all Canadian lineup which mm-hmm. is really really cool and it's the start mm-hmm. because you, you, like you said you got to start on the bill somewhere and whether yeah. you're you're at the bottom you're in the middle you're at the top mm-hmm. everybody started on the bottom of that bill yeah. and, and that's got to be a really exciting proposition for you to look up yeah. and see all these amazing Canadian artists from Manitoba, beyond, they are all going to be there. And they're going to yeah. be a part of this really magical weekend. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people would be surprised to see how many artists there are around here that are really good. But uh, s- when you mentioned starting from scratch and building up, like Summer in the City is probably the best example. Because I, I, this is going to be my fifth year in a row there, not counting the pandemic, I think, 2019, I think. Yeah. Because I was there last year when it was uh, mixed with, uh, I forget what, it was at the Heritage Museum. That was, yeah, it was. They, they did it at the MHV. They kind of, yeah. uh, they split it up and, and they yeah. did just to have something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I remember that you were there. So I, I started just acoustic yeah. with a friend of mine. We were playing 1 p.m., I think, for the first two times and... It was packed three time, uh, three p.m. and yeah. then uh, it was packed that whole weekend too. Like there's was, so many people. It's always it, yeah. like summer in the city. No matter what, when you play, like you think, like when I had the one p.m. slots, there's not a lot of people on this on the benches, right? 
but there's people everywhere. They hear you. Yeah, so you think you're playing for no one, but there's still thousands of people. Right, and they're all asking, hey, who yeah. is this? And there's, oh, it's Daniel DeSore. Hey, I'm going to check that guy out. And then, yeah. you know, eventually you get the evening sp- the spots, yeah, the paid I, spots. I had to hustle for that one this year. Because <laughs> I, I, I just asked if, if it was possible to get an evening spot. I told him, like, I'm not trying to be rude. It's my fifth year, and I, if it's possible, if an evening spot would be good. Then they gave me 6 p.m. I think I'm opening once the gates close. Yeah. So, but I played there once yep. because someone had canceled, so they just quickly asked me if I wanted to jump in, and I think that's when you interviewed me after on yep. the stage. Yep. So I think, like, that's not something you plan. No. And turns no. out that was the best <laughs> thing to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, you just got to play, and whatever happens, happens. Most most of the time, the surprising things end up opening another door. So That's right. And, again, if you don't put yourself out there, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, Daniel DeSorcy, he is going to be in Niverville on Saturday. What time do you start? 7.45. Get your tickets to the Old Time Country Fair, Summer in the City. 6 o'clock, and then, again, follow him all over social media to make sure that you keep up to date. And, Daniel, uh, this is just the start of a busy summer for you. I'm sure we're going to chat quite a bit. And I got some plans for Christmas. I'm thinking that uh, if you'd be willing to put a country Christmas song together, we may have to get you in studio to sing it live. It's in the works. See, now we're cooking with gasoline. (laughs) Daniel DeSorcy, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.